0: Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like
1: bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo and Shield in the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell, shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill. It's time to get ill with some. birds with friends The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some. Bo and Shield party. Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings You can't live up to expectations, so just do your (laughs) best.
0: That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors (laughs) Just go with what you saw today, change your opinion daily Yeah,
1: I'm all about that for You'll
0: be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right No one will remember, no one's listening
1: Hello everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on Saturday afternoon August 10th, the year 2019. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman from the NovaCare Complex. We
0: should also clarify what time it is of day.
1: It is 12.55. And I got to say, you, we saw each other yesterday Mm -hmm. after we did not have much sleep. We had a chance to talk to the assistant coaches, and we can talk a little bit about what we learned from them uh, on this podcast. But you walked in this morning, one of the the most chipper entrances I've ever seen, what a... uh, like a, a a pep in your step, yes. Reju- as you as you walked in,
0: the rejuvenative power, <laughs> rejuvenative power of sleep. Uh, but I appreciated all the feedback from that podcast. Yeah, I it think seemed,
1: you're a you're a budding star.
0: No, I would never go that far. No, but you're already I already a star. I, no budding about no, it. No, not even that. Just I, I take pride in being enthusiastic, being energetic, being happy. And it seems people like a little curmudgeon in your step from time to time.
1: Well, we do. Well uh, from time to
0: time. So I guess I, I, I thought what made Shield so popular in Philadelphia was his outstanding work. I didn't realize it was... It uh, was the curmudgeon. It yeah. was the, the curmudgeon.
1: That's, that's, that ha- that's what has uh, lifted him to national acclaim.
0: So now, not, I, not so
1: now in, I know what it takes. Not insight, just surliness. Uh, so, yeah.
0: Well, the, the, the feedback that I, I think I can incorporate is I need to be less complimentary of you. Mm-hmm. That's what... I need to laugh at, at, at your jokes. I'm uh, sorry, laugh less at your jokes. Probably. Laugh, uh, less. F- and...
1: You have to do yourself. Sheil already has that bit down. We need. You need to create your own character. This is, you know... Okay. We're, we're finding out the beats of the Zach Berman character. I did yeah. like the, uh, the theory that one fan posited on Twitter that I'm just... I'm the, going through the daily podcast and then having you do the post-game pod at 2 a.m. is my way of just... Breaking you down to your core and recreating Sheil uh, in a curmudgeon 2.0.
0: But there was a, a uh, fan who also brought up a very good point. This this guy was after my heart, I, I feel like, where okay. he said, you guys should know that if I'm listening to a podcast about a preseason football <laughs> game, I want to actually hear about football. And you I talked a
1: little bit about football. It's a preseason football game. There's yeah, not that much to talk about. But I'm about. like,
0: my guy, like that is – that's kind of been my approach for her eight years on this beat. Now I'm, I'm shifting a it little, a, little, a little more.
1: It's possible that that guy's listening to the wrong podcast.
0: We we welcome any and all
1: listeners. We do. Uh, we will talk today about the Eagles' practice, some injury news, uh, our 53 man rosters, I suppose. And uh, I think we'll be a, it'll be a relatively quick show today. We've got places to be. It's a Saturday, you know. You're getting an extra podcast. Who knows when you're going to listen to this? And I mean. You, you, the listener, already knows how long this episode is. We have no idea, but we'll find out. I think it will be on the shorter side, but I've said you've that said before. You've said that before. Yes,
0: yeah. you've said that before.
1: Now, we, 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 we actually have a countdown for this show. No, we don't have a because countdown. Because you, uh, you are tracking your wife as she drives from the shore to come pick you up. Uh, with the kids, I I was talking to somebody else that's about this. Too
0: mu- that, that, you think that, that's it's too, too personal? Yes, yeah, too personal for the show.
1: Well, yes. I just I, I I was talking to someone else about this before. The usage of the Find My Friends app it, it <laughs> comes in handy uh, when you are like organizing a meetup of uh, of parents when you have young children. I've never used it, I'm, so I'm a little bit curious about the usage.
0: Yeah, so there's different ways you can do it. You can set the timer for like infinite or indefinite, I suppose. Uh, you can set it for a few hours you can set it for like 24 hours and so if, like say you and I were trying to meet somewhere you right can, you can set that for the next hour and then it, you know i I would know the direction you're taking right. and, and whatnot um, but i I find it to be a, a useful app for your if so you don't have wife. to be
1: you don't have to yeah. be texting or uh, or exactly. calling if you're on the road. Or yeah. if if
0: they're lost, you can literally put in like directions and oh, that's true to where you are.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: It's essentially like it's essentially like Uber. You know, like they'll see your location right, and right. it shows them how to get there. Okay. Or or Lyft if you're a Lyft I person.
1: left my phone today uh, accidentally in the car when my wife dropped me off, uh, and I, I'm embarrassed at how, how naked I feel without my phone.
0: You shouldn't be embarrassed. It's it's the nature. You know, but I of, wish that
1: I weren't so. I wish that I weren't so connected to it.
0: It's it's hard to cover practice without it.
1: That's true. It's a good thing. you there's were doing. Coaches, it's a good thing you were doing. Uh, yeah, there's some coaches who, like, who, who
0: don't let you come into practice with the phone, and I just think that that's kind of antiquated.
1: Yeah, that's outrageous. It's like it's like the uh, like the Dave Chappelle uh, stand-up goers have to lock their phones up. That's that's
0: more than Dave Chappelle. I know I'm, it's becoming yeah.
1: more of a, a bigger I'm thing. I'm a big
0: comedy guy, and and and, uh, and when I go to shows, I'm you've like,
1: been cracking some jokes lately. You're you're coming out of your your inner comedian shell.
0: <laughs> I'm far from, I, but I I love comedy, and when and so I'll, I'll go and see see like if it's a bigger act and they mm-hmm. make you lock up 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 your phone. That's when
1: you must get very, you must get like the hives without your phone. What worrying, that especially get, after, especially at your old job.
0: I, even at this job, I'm just still right. connected to the team. I haven't been to a comedy show since since getting this job. Though. Okay, but yeah, no, I, I like to know what happens
1: on. if they trade Ryan Bates.
0: That's the thing I get worried about. My wife gets worried about, like, if the, if the babysitter's calling. And, oh,
1: yeah. I'm, I know you're not worried about We That's, for, that's long established.
0: <laughs> but last night when that trade happened, I, I sent an excited text to you <laughs> and S.H.I.E.L. Yeah. Like, do we do anything about this? Right. And then it was like, no, we'll dress it tomorrow. And yeah. I was like, all right, right, we'll am going to take the, the Twitter and I'm going to give useless right. Eli Harold information, such as him and Josh Sweat went to high school 30 minutes together and were both number one in their class in the state of Virginia graduated 3 years apart.
1: You you have Northern Virginia high school football.
0: No. Well, that's, that's 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 Southeast Virginia. That's the Tidewater region. Mm-hmm. Or as they say, if you talk to Mike Harold right now and you say you got two guys from the 757, mm. he would know exactly what you're talking have
1: about. Have you have you told him that?
0: Mike, uh, he I he knows
1: about Sweat, obviously.
0: And he, he would know about Eli Harold. He, yeah, he would know about that. Actually, Eli Harold was coming out when Mike was still coaching college football. He okay. was at he was at Bama. Actually, 2000 uh let's see, Harold was Harold was two thousand twelve. Is
1: it Eli Harold or Harold Eli?
0: It's definitely Eli Harold. Okay. Yeah. He he wore a single digit at, at UVA. I remember watching he I think he wore number seven or number nine. Um but when you have a pass rusher yeah. in a single digit, it, it was, looks weird. I think it looks great. It's you, it. you like it? Yeah. Yeah. I uh I was watching uh all right. As I started saying this, you think this, he was I, overdrafted as because I, of that? As I started saying this, I was like, Bo's about to make fun of me.
1: Well, I mean, welcome to the
0: show. I was watching some like uh, preseason clips from other teams. Some, some, some—I didn't want to say highlights. Just like scanning through on Game Pass for a bit. And wait, hold on. Uh,
1: Take—you have to explain this better. You were you were just like picking and choosing random points, or like you were actually watching. Like if there was like a player I
0: wanted to look up, or okay, yeah. um, Yesterday you were doing this. Yesterday I was doing this, and the Patriots had. A play where a guy was rushing from the right side in like uh in a single digit. It was like a linebacker in a single digit.
1: Was it Chase Winovich? And
0: I don't believe it was Chase Winovich, okay. no. No. But uh it was it was it was cool to see.
1: What else did you find in as you were as you were We will discuss, that in, a we will discuss that in a
0: different podcast.
1: Um I love but, this. This is I mean, this is a great this is a great Zach Berman thing. You had the house to yourself yesterday. <laughs> You needed, you okay. desperately needed sleep, and you spent your free time clicking around on uh, other random preseason games.
0: I, I wouldn't phrase it like that, but um, that is accurate. Yes, uh, yeah. Let, let's talk about practice today. But I, I, I'll, I, I'll say that there are certain guys that you'd like to keep track of um, in the NFL or. Yeah, or they're like guys who you liked
1: coming out of college, you want to see how they're doing. Yeah, are, or are these like or scheme
0: stuff. Um, You're not going to see any scheme stuff in the preseason. No, and that's why I'll, I'm actually I'm looking forward. I haven't clicked on the, the uh, Cardinals film yet, um, but I want to see. I, I want to see Kyler. I saw a highlight on TV of him. My guy Keyshawn pressure. Johnson.
1: I'm with Fran on, on on Keyshawn.
0: He's he's playing real well. I, yeah. I saw a story out. Uh, I believe it was a uh, on on our website, The Athletic, about how he's emerging. Yeah. Anyways, Isabella
1: is this- a fraud and always has been.
0: <laughs> no, we need a Quackus report.
1: Okay, let's get to the Quackus report. Um, before we get to the Quackus report, let's do the injury report. Yo, oh, good. I like and that. And then after the Quackus report, we will talk about uh, the assistant coaches from yesterday. I like that. Okay. Um, the injury report.
0: Pulling it up right here. Yep. The
1: uh, you can give us you can fill in the uh, the blanks, but the the highlights are that uh, Lane Johnson and Dallas Goddard essentially shut down for the rest of the preseason, but the expectation is that they will be completely fine for Week 1. Blake Countess suffered a hamstring injury during the game and is out for multiple weeks, which is the in the Eagles parlance. That means that he's out for a significant period of time. The yes. only other one who's been given that one this preseason has been Cravon LeBlanc.
0: And Nate Sunfield.
1: Oh, and Nate there yes. You're right. So... Um, so that's a that's an interesting one mm-hmm. uh, in terms of I think that's the most impactful in terms of how the 53 man roster is broken down. I think we both had Countess in as the fourth safety. Now it is likely that either Trey Sullivan or Jonathan Cyprian will make the team. Although you're not maybe, buying DeAndre Hall stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean DeAndre Hall is also one of the safeties who who could work his way off the roster, I suppose. Uh, or they could go heavy at corner if they think that Avante Maddox is ready to step in at safety whenever. Um, no, they're
0: going to go heavy at safety, I think.
1: Heavy or just four?
0: Four or five. I mean, five makes it a little tougher now. You think they
1: they have to, They have other guys that have to carry as injured guys, Sudfeld included. Um,
0: well, I think they're going to keep at least 10 defensive backs, okay? At least. 10 or 11 defensive backs. And... So if do, you include, Mills, do you include
1: do you include Cravon LeBlanc and Jalen Mills in that conversation? I in include Cravon e- LeBlanc uh,
0: because Cravon LeBlanc will need to be on the initial fifty-three uh, in order to, to go on IR, designated to return. Correct. So, and thank
1: uh, thanks to uh, Defop Sam Lynch for clarifying that it is as of the Tuesday before Week One, uh, one is when they have to be placed on IR.
0: Uh, Jalen Mills can In order can to be remain, eligible to yeah. return, uh, Jalen Mills can remain on pup. Correct. And so. I guess I'm not including Jalen Mills on this list, but uh, I am including Crayvon LeBlanc.
1: So four safeties, the four corners, Jones, Darby, Douglas, Maddox, Maddox LeBlanc, mm-hmm. and then there's there's potentially one more spot. Yes. Orlando Skandrick, Josh Hawkins,
0: or an extra safety, or, an
1: extra safety, or Jay Liggins.
0: There's a story about Jay Liggins. That
1: <laughs> Where can I read about Jay Liggins? On The Athletic.
0: On the athletic.
1: He had actually had a, had a nice uh, breakup the other night.
0: He's got good size, um, a tough player, nice guy.
1: I don't know if they uh, – Skandrick, to me, has Bring Him Back in Week 2 written all over him. If you feel uh, like you can get through week 1. If you yes. feel you can get through week 1. So
0: you're also you're looking at the matchup there.
1: And that's the thing. That's, that's, I, that's so what I wrote in slot, my in my 53. And the slot
0: in Washington is Trey Quinn this year, I believe. Right.
1: You're really worried um, about the Washington passing game. I know it also no, that's
0: literally what you're looking
1: at. The, well, right, but the real the real question is whether Darby is ready. Cuz if Darby's not ready to play week Maddox, 1, then you need a fourth corner yeah, for the active roster.
0: 100%. Great point. For
1: the 46. Yeah,
0: yeah great point. Um, there's also, and we discussed this on the pod the other night, I think Sudfeld's injury affects the roster, math too, or affects what you're going to do with that spot. Absolutely. You certainly can't keep two anymore, okay, if that was a possibility. Right. You, so you need to keep three. And now that third needs to be someone who can be ready uh, for Week 1 if, if Carson Wentz got hurt.
1: Cody Kessler is going to be on the Week 1 roster. Yes. Uh, and he looked good today, I thought, actually. He made some nice throws during, during Quactus.
0: Um, yeah, Third-round pick, 2016 draft. Uh, starting experience in 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 this league and uh, you know it's it's something I asked Doug af- afterwards is and I spoke to Press Taylor yesterday about this as well about they could have brought in a quarterback with a different profile for that fourth spot they could have brought in kind of a camp you know a camp arm.
1: they had Luis Perez for a uh, short time
0: exactly um, in the in the past that's kind of been a Dane Evans type they can bring in like a like a Christian Hackenberg type project um, they had Matt McGloin but i think uh, Kessler is just a more accomplished quarterback than Matt McGloin uh, but th- th- you know it seems that they wanted someone with experience and when i asked Doug about it today the telling part in Doug's quote was they wanted someone who can push Nate correct they didn't want someone who can push Clayton they wanted someone who can push Nate
1: right yeah, and I think that I think that was the read at the time. Um, exactly. Well, also they signed him before they drafted Thorson, right? Afterwards. It was after. It was after the okay. draft, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, but I think that makes sense. Uh, they still Nate is still. By the way, know.
0: I I just need to confirm that because I was really embarrassed by the fact errors the last time we were in this room, but I'm almost positive that Kessler was signed. Okay. After.
1: And there were a couple other minor injuries. Um, Hassan Ridgway suffered – I shouldn't say that a concussion is a minor injury. That's a very football guy of me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they listed him as day-to-day. That's why I'm calling it minor. No, actually uh, they um, – Deshaun Hall, day-to-day. Yeah. There were a couple others.
0: I don't mean to correct you there. but uh,
1: DeAndre Tompkins.
0: Yeah, so they, they actually are not allowed to list Ridgway with a time frame. For the reason you just said. Oh, okay. If they listen him day to day, yeah. concussion. I
1: thought that. Oh, I thought that I had seen that somewhere that someone did that. I think
0: someone did that editorializing. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um Yeah, the Eagles are not allowed to put a time frame, or they or Good. I don't know if not allowed or don't. But when it's a well, concussion, they, they just leave it. They just leave it like that. It's just concussion. Okay. Matter of fact, it's always interesting to me when when they announce as being evaluated for a head injury, uh, they they don't say concussion.
1: Right. Right. Uh, were there any others? Time. Did I miss? Did I miss any?
0: No, you mentioned Tompkins, Shelton, Gibson ankle week to week. Uh, so good luck,
1: good luck, Shelton.
0: Yeah, so the number eighteen might be available for someone else. Ooh, um,
1: spicy take.
0: Is that spicy? No, that, I just it's like for you. I, I just don't know how Shelton Gibson can make the team if he's not playing.
1: Correct. Right
0: uh, so those are our. Oh, and then Deshaun Hall, you said day to day, right?
1: Who, yeah, so who Doug uh, called out as one of the few guys who who really impressed him the other night?
0: I think that's a you know what, you
1: know what was funny was that. Uh, Doug listed all defensive guys. He had, he he, had, he basically called out three guys: Deshaun Hall, uh, Andrew Sendejo and was another defensive player. I
0: need to look that
1: up. But oh oh, he said uh, the corners, the corners when they when they played. Um, like Doug, you're not, you're not really watching the defense, are you?
0: Well, he he watches the game film. Doug goes <laughs> yeah. back and watches the film. But yeah, I mean, there was a player who asked, uh, who, who was asking me my opinion of, of, of kind of the way the defense played, and I was trying to be. I didn't want to say I was trying to be polite. I was, I was right. just being honest. I was like, you, you didn't have your your starters out there, so right? It's, it's really hard to it's, it's really hard to see, and you're talking about like the run fits and like how fast they were playing, and I'm like, I mean, I, I want to see you guys right. and like, you have everyone out there.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Quackus, you're the observer.
0: I am the observer today. So, uh, a lot of work with the first team offense today, yes. which was deliberate. Um, I didn't think it was Carson Wentz's best day.
1: No. We also had a tough angle today.
0: Very tough angle, yes. Uh, we're not allowed to be on the sideline for this one because they were on the middle field. Yeah, the
1: middle of three fields, and so if they're on either of the other two fields, we can be on the sideline. But
0: And it's actually it's a great vantage point if they're coming towards you
1: right I always prefer even when we're on the sidelines I always prefer to be in the in the deep in the defensive backfield to have the action coming towards me well you were very
0: deep in the defensive backfield well I know
1: Uh, unless it is a live period in which case I want to be on the line of scrimmage
0: I like that that's a football guy move right there you should get into the the uh the the crouch that crouch yeah the the hands
1: on knees yeah butt out
0: (laughs) exactly exactly um I already have natural leverage, so mm-hmm. I'm able to see it. Low man wins. <laughs> here you go, I'm pulling this up. Uh, as I'm looking in uh, the Derek photos.
1: Barnett was uh took yeah, a, took a major step it's forward today. Point. Was playing uh in team drills, in, in rotating team in. Drills. So that was the first time he's done that.
0: I have uh arcega white Whiteside listed here multiple times. As, he had some He's making a play. Some nice
1: catches. I had
0: one along the right sideline where he kept his feet in bounds. Uh So a good uh, a good JJ or Sega Whiteside day, Uh, Nate Gary in the first um, early on here on the on the the first page at nine fifty five had a really nice interception. Oh, very nice play! Yeah. um, Jumped up, leaping interception. would have been a touchdown if it was in a game. Right.
1: One of those, like, right at the line of scrimmage, yes. like a, a super clean catch. Yeah. Him and Camus, they keep getting Carson on these on these passes right yeah. at the line of scrimmage.
0: Absolutely right. Um, Ertz had a nice catch down the seam, I'm seeing here. Uh, Deshaun Jackson was involved a few times in the middle of the field, uh, catching the ball in traffic. And then something that the Eagles have, have done quite a bit this summer is end the rounds. Mm. Uh, and they actually got Mark – I think they got Mark and Michelle. On top they did of the they did. Um, so that stood out. Uh, Darby was in on seven on sevens, I believe. Um, let's see. Sproll's had had some had, had some good work today.
1: I think this goes to the point you made the other night uh, about sort of this week of camp. Uh, sort of the, the dynamics change a little bit, and I think they had they sort of targeted this as like okay, Darby gets to take the yep. next step. Barnett gets to take mm-hmm. the next step. I think they're sort of moving those guys on yeah, their timetable the towards Week One. Yeah, Barnett was one those
0: elevens, right? Um, and then, uh, you know, I I keep I keep mentioning it because I think it's important uh, is to know because fans aren't at, at, at practice except for a select few fans, but the Eagles are fundamentally treating August differently than they did one year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Uh, and Doug has has said this time and time again, they're getting their ones work in practice. Doug called today's practice like a game, right? And he was just referring to the amount of reps they were taking. And
1: he was basically—that was him basically admitting that yeah. we're not going to see much Miles Sanders this yep. summer.
0: Yep. Um, the the league has really caught on.
1: I think that tells you that Doug listens to the show, don't you?
0: I don't think it show. I
1: think he's a fan of I, mine.
0: I think maybe he, he he read my piece in the Athletic. Mm-hmm. You didn't, <laughs>
1: but no, you thought Miles Sanders was going to play.
0: He did play. Yeah. He he literally played. You said who are you looking forward to seeing? Yeah, uh, Miles Sanders. He had, he had I like saw three Miles Sanders touches. He was out there like yeah. that. I'm 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 not getting an L on that. They're one. hiding him. I'm not getting an L. Yeah,
1: on you're one. taking the L. You overdrafted there was him.
0: No L on that one. You overdrafted they, him. They handed the that ball to Miles. Was a C minus draft pick. They handed the ball <laughs> to Miles Sanders. Like that. That was still. He had three carries. Say he busted one loose for sixty yards and touchdown. Would you have been happy to see him?
1: Well, he didn't. So you got to, you got to see oh, minus you on the draft that draft pick. The
0: evaluation. You no, know,
1: I graded the I graded the draft, and the draft the, the pick was of a guy who was not going to get much work.
0: He he got work if they held him out like the other guys.
1: Not much you know,
0: work. Like if if, if if I had said I, I really want to see Zach Ertz, and Zach Ertz didn't play, that, that would have been a out. bad pick. Um, if I said, I want to see Carson Wentz, he hasn't played since last
1: year. Yeah, also would have been a bad pick.
0: I said Miles Sanders, and Miles Sanders played.
1: Okay, not a not a, not a a zero of a pick, but a, a not good pick.
0: Let me ask you this. Most fans <laughs> who watch the game, and, and, and wait, and Bo, you had a tweet the other day. Uh, if you're looking for a reason to stay with the game after the first quarter or after halftime. Right. These are the old linemen to watch. Right, right there, that's acknowledging that the fans are really only watching the first quarter most. Correct if you just watched the first quarter of the game who did you see out there miles
1: Sanders <laughs> not that much though he got less work than Jordan Howard did
0: no he got the he got oh, in terms of snaps I mean or in terms of he got three carries Jordan Howard got three carries okay he played the first two series of the game yeah. I mean that's um, I'm not I'm not conceding that one I am not conceding that one. I think that was a worthy draft pick. <laughs> and look, and we saw that, that Miles Sanders does not get a gold jacket before playing a preseason game. So that's worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I want to give uh, recognition in, t- in today's practice uh, to our local Philadelphia high schools because mm. there were two teams out today, Frankfurt and Boys Latin. And Frankford was happy to see Sharif Miller. Yes. Uh, who went to Frankford and then transferred to George Washington. And there was a lot of yeah reefs as uh, Sharif Miller made plays. So, number 76 was. He a did that.
1: Yeah. He, he had, he had, a, he had a, a tipped pass at one yep. point, right? And then a nice play in goal line drills, yep. I think. Um, the offensive line with Lane Johnson out was. Good, it's a good one. by tie at right tackle, right? Yeah. In group no, install. Oh, in group install. And then when it was live, it was lot right at right tackle, tackle Vitai at right guard, Kelsey, Ciamalu, Peters, and then Dillard working in as well. So I'm
0: real interested to see, now that we know Lane is is not going to be practicing for a while this summer, mm-hmm. uh, or at least week to week, something you asked Doug a few weeks ago, are they going to cross-train Dillard? Um, do you start cross training Dillard now?
1: And I asked Stout about that. Yeah, yesterday.
0: Okay, you were on staff. I
1: asked not necessarily, "Are you going to do that?" But as you go through the machinations of your head in your head about the worst case scenarios for in game situations, would you feel comfortable playing Dillard at a position that he hasn't practiced in? Uh, and he said yes. But he's and then he went on to explain that his philosophy is he wants a guy to perfect one position first. Before they before he starts cross training them,
0: which is the approach they took with Myalata last year. Correct. I and, wouldn't say he perfected it. And, well, exactly, like, and mostly, and okay. with
1: Prior to a lesser extent, uh, and other guys, and Ciamalo at first, I think.
0: Wasn't that impressed with Prior the other night? I uh,
1: I was a little bit disappointed in Pryor, and I actually took him off my team. He was my last cut uh, because I went with Opetta instead. Um, but based on. Based on, I think he's a better prospect. Okay. I like Opeta. I was impressed with him the other night. All right, uh, maybe I am uh, predisp- predisposed to being uh,
0: an Opeta guy. An Opeta guy. You've been an Opeta uh, guy all along. Like not a, all
1: along, just since the first practice that I saw. Before I oh, was that the athletic camp?
0: when you and I were were talking on the sideline. Yeah, but I asleep. didn't. He
1: wasn't the guy that I thought. I thought I thought I, in in the spring I thought that Bates, Bates was the yeah, guy. Yeah, you were
0: a Bates guy,
1: and he he did not have a good. Summer. Ryan
0: Bates, who 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 went to Buffalo in a very quickly put together trade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you make of What did you make of that deal?
0: Uh, yeah, Do you so, think
1: Eli Harold has a chance to make this to you?
0: It's a good question. He's uh,
1: more of a. He's certainly more of a. Uh, Established this, football yeah. player than Ryan Bates is. He's yeah. played in the league for four years. He had four sacks with the Lions last year. I
0: think it's a position where they have less depth. Um, They're
1: desperate for a fourth defensive. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, this is what Eli Harold's going to give you. He's 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 going to give you someone who, who can bend around the edge, uh,
1: just like your boy uh, Josh Sweat.
0: Well, I think Josh Sweat can work on his on his bend a bit, but
1: uh, I think I think Josh Sweat is. A better player than uh, you would think if you listen to me, but he's he is nowhere near the type of player that you think he is.
0: I he's not, a, right, so, he's not a
1: pure edge guy. So like he,
0: I listened to to uh, your podcast the other day with Sheil and Coach Flynn. Okay, all right, and Sheil was was getting on me yes. for this this Daniel Hunter tape, <laughs> and as if I'm saying Josh Sway is going to become Daniil Hunter. Which is not at all what I'm saying. <laughs> I I would have That's to go back and listen to the tape. No, what I am saying is that as coaches do, as front office people do, they project, okay, what does this person like when you when you look at his his body type, when right. you look at his playing style what's what can he become what
1: type of player what is type he? of player i, I that's but that's where Hunter i disagree i no like literally look at their comps coming out of college but that is not the way that he plays he plays more like vinnie curry
0: defend yourself actually you don't need i'm not, he doesn't get
1: he's not like a he's not like a pure uh ben the edge guy he is a uh like keep contain although sometimes Vinny Curry doesn't keep contain but more like a uh, no, I think he's... like a workman's make the play like 2 yards downfield and push the pocket a little bit that's how he's been playing no, I think
0: he's a speed edge rusher
1: I that is not how he has been playing all summer nor
0: in the game okay
1: like Fran D'Fop Fran had a good clip of of the some of Josh Schwartz's good snaps from the other night they were like power snaps and uh, you know he's got that he's got that one arm uh, that straight edge that straight arm uh, pushing the guy into the uh, pushing the chest of the guy, but that's a power move. He's not bending around guys. He's making he's making plays in other ways. Okay. You know, three seconds after the ball has been snapped, of
0: course. <laughs> uh, I'm not selling my Josh Sweat stock yet. Anyways, Eli Harold.
1: I'm not is, saying he's a bad player. That's not even that's not even what I'm saying. Although I do think Deshaun Hall is better. He's two years older. Josh Sweat is only 22 years old. Keep that in mind.
0: Yes. Yes, and he was the 2015 Virginia State Player of the Year. Three years after Eli Harold,
1: and he's a <laughs> member of the Full Sentence All Stars. And or I, I shouldn't uh, even say
0: st- State Player of the Year, top recruit in the state, because I don't know if he actually won State Player of the Year. But top recruit in the state, anyways. Eli Harold gives you that around the edge. Um, I'm curious to see how he looks in this scheme. It's a little different than some of what he's run in the past. Um, well, well, I, I guess in San Francisco at, at least, uh, in in Detroit was a little different, obviously. But I am um, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 curious to see. I mean, they if you're trading an undrafted rookie for a guy who's on a, who's who's on a one year deal, then it tells you two things. First off, you didn't expect that undrafted rookie to really make the team, um, and
1: that was apparent to, with the way Ryan Bates was used on Thursday night.
0: Yep. And then the second thing is that you know you're giving up the optionality of of that un, of that undrafted guy having him here. So it's someone who, who you think gives you a, a little more uh, chance to make the roster.
1: I wonder what the negotiation process was like. Like, uh, where do you think the, where do you think the ask started, so that it came down to Ryan Bates?
0: It's a good question. I I, I haven't spoken to Howie about this. I am curious.
1: I am actually curious. Having done that piece on the backup offensive lineman, if the if the Bills plan to move him inside, because it does seem to me like that's where he belongs.
0: He was known as a versatile guy when he was at Penn State. Correct. Uh, But I I like local stories, and it's tough seeing them trade on a uh, a Philly guy who was you know because I I I admit I'm, I'm a sucker for. For the hometown story. Hmm. And right and right now it leaves them with three players from the Philadelphia area on the team.
1: Direct Philadelphia area. Direct if you extend a little area. bit to Jersey, you've got some you've got a little bit more. No, right?
0: like South Jersey, I'm including. Okay. Like that's Corey Clement. Clement. That's Josh Adams. And then the only one from, from Philadelphia from proper Philadelphia proper, uh, which is Sharif Miller. Correct. Like I'm not including Vinnie Curry. I I guess I could include Wendell Smallwood. I mean, Wilmington. Yeah. but I still don't. Consider what about him. Paul Warlow? Well, if you include Smallwood, you have to you have to include Warlow.
1: That's why. I, that's why I ask.
0: Yeah, and and the and, and the reality is, Do you think
1: if you think Martin Frank was screaming at, at us until we until you mentioned Wendell Smallwood?
0: <laughs> no, no. If I was, this was a a Delaware podcast. Although I, I imagine we have very loyal listeners in Delaware. I know uh, that's right. But if if you literally put on a map and 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 you said. How far does it take to get you to Warrington? How far does it, which is where Bates is from, I believe, mm-hmm. and how and, and how long does it take you to get to uh, Wilmington? I bet it's it's the same distance, if if, if not less. I mean, you I can, agree. You can hop right on ninety five to get to correct to get to Wilmington. So uh, I I should include it, but I looked at it more. Who does like the Enquirer cover in high school <laughs> sports? You know,
1: hmm, you got to change your way of thinking.
0: <laughs> I need to know what the the athletics coverage base is. And, in the Philly area,
1: uh, okay. Anything else from practice today?
0: Uh, from practice, or from today. Doug, or from a lot? Yeah, no. So you mentioned. I thought it was interesting. A group install when uh, Vitai was at right tackle. Um, that that stood out to me, right? Um, and then as I am looking here, I I will have in more detail. Oh, there was a play at ten twenty five that that 1025. I thought was interesting. What's that?
1: Thank you for the detail. Oh, well, that's good.
0: <laughs> uh, when. Carson Wentz, it was it was a goal line play, tucked it in, juked uh, me out.
1: Yeah, that was on read.
0: Uh, yeah, juked me out. Held he held it and ran with it. And uh it would have Reed been a in the game. Yep. So uh give him yeah, 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 give him credit there. And I'm glad you corrected that because my old friend Chip Kelly would be careful to say they weren't running the re option on some place because there was there was no reading going on for the quarterback. There was no option for the quarterback. Gotcha. So it was just a handoff. Yes. Yes.
1: Your buddy chip. Um, Okay, how about the uh, assistant coaches who we had a chance to talk Mm -hmm. to yesterday? We had to talk to them once a month. Want to just run down the positions? We both both talked to Press Taylor. Yes. Um, Obviously coming off the heels of the Nate Sudfeld injury. What did you make of uh, Mr. Press?
0: I Well, well first he off... He was put in
1: a tough position uh, when a, a television reporter kept asking him about Colin Kaepernick. Three questions. Tough. Yeah. Tough. Uh, the first one uh, was... To be the face of the organization.
0: Yeah. Well, the, I mean... <laughs> I understand like I understand if you're asking the question.
1: There's a time. very it's a very good straw man uh, move by the reporter to say like to uh, uh, it's yeah. like everybody's talking about this. What do you, this is what <laughs> this fans is, want. This like what fans is that up. what everybody's talking no, about?
0: No. And and I always I always uh, try to avoid the people are asking. The uh, the only time that I will pull that one out and it's it's not on in a press conference setting but when I'm trying to make a point to to like the team about transparency about transparency with a certain thing. Let's say, like, our, is Carson Wentz playing? And, and a point that I would try to make is you have fans who are getting in their cars, deciding whether they come to the game, who are planning their Thursday night, deciding what they're going to watch, and they want to know, are they seeing the quarterback you just paid $128 million to, whose big picture is outside your stadium? So that's when I'll, I'll pull out, like, the fan card, so to speak. This is what fans want to know. I certainly wouldn't, like, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't go to Press Tower and be like, all oh, the fans want to know, are you signing Colin Kaepernick? Uh, but anyways, yeah, Press press was asked that, and uh, Press press got around it. Um, likes the way Wentz is progressing. Uh, be more news if he was like, yeah, Wentz is really struggling. Correct. Uh, no, but I, I, uh, a lot of the questions were about Clayton Thorson. Um, after... The performance that, that that you did a great job writing about. And, Excellent job. Yes, and he said he really put it up as jitters. He he said he he liked the, the reads Thorson was making, liked right. what Thorson was looking, um, and said that the throws it was because of jitters. Doug kind of gave the same explanation. Clayton Thorson didn't give that explanation. Thorson said he he wasn't like nervous out there. He said it was more like just. Anxious, missed some throws. He's made them a million times. Right. Um, well, we'll,
1: we'll see how he does on we'll Thursday. We'll see how he does
0: Thursday. That's, that's a big one. Um, Carson Walsh talked.
1: Yeah, Deuce did not talk. There's a weird thing where, like, for some reason, Deuce is like, whenever they do the assistant coach things, like, he's only available 30% of the time. <laughs> it's like, it's like his, he's, he's pulling some diva move or something. That's very uh, weird. He, he's
0: got a demanding schedule. Yes. Yes. Um, in, in Carson Walsh's case, uh, well... Uh, I, I can add some things in, but is there anything you want to... I don't want to jump and monopolize the conversation. From Carson Walsh? Yeah, you were in um, that with me. I have some lousy questions.
1: He, he's he got a bit of a weird, uh, like, way with with answering questions, I think.
0: I think he's still just feeling it out a bit.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably... I not. mean,
0: when he was in the CFL, I don't You know. don't
1: think he was doing a lot of... I don't know. Uh, Although, yeah. his...
0: His, his rival. I was asking about uh, Mark and Michelle. Right. Um, and I, I didn't ask it that gracefully. But I, I wanted to know, like, did you have yeah, a were say? You,
1: were you aware of him? Yeah. Right,
0: yeah. And they were rivals. Right. And so, so knew him. I, I would figure, like, you're a wide receivers coach. You'd pay attention to it. Did you have any say in bringing him here? He's like, none whatsoever. Right. <laughs> but I would imagine, like, your scouting department's like, all right, your position coach was in the league you were coaching. If you want some intel on this, right. this is someone who, in theory, right. would know. Do you know
1: anything about yeah, this guy? Yeah, like if so
0: – we... yeah, if, if you're um, – if is your they, quarterback's uh, the coach –
1: cohabitation matrix. Exactly.
0: If, 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 if your quarterback's coach was like the the coach at at Northern Iowa, worked at Northern Iowa. Playing, with DeAndre Hall? I was going to say with Carson Wentz. Okay. Um, and you were drafting Carson, you'd be like – Right. Yeah, you know, can you give me some intel on this guy? Right. Yeah. Um, but Carson Wolf said he was not involved in in, yeah. in, 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 in that one. He
1: said that Deshaun uh, has started speaking up more in uh, meetings over the that last week you? or so. <laughs>
0: yeah. I guess. Um, he said Alshon Jeffrey uh, doesn't care about his stats, only cares about winning the Super Bowl. And that's how all their wide receivers are. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say that I think there's a case to be made that of the assistant coaches – I I, I take Carson Walsh's answers uh, the the least on face value.
0: I I don't know Carson Walsh. Right I'm now, not so, I'm not
1: disparaging yeah. him. He's new to the media. So it's hard game. to say. But like just, I'll, like I'll uh, put it this way:
0: like Dave Fipp. Right. I've been around Dave Fipp now. For, this is my seventh year with like like Dave Fipp came in 2013. You were there too. Right. I mean uh, Corey Unland came in 2000. You're gonna
1: get you're gonna get you're gonna get a, gonna get a, gonna get a uh, an answer that means something from Jeff yes. Stoutland, like he's gonna yeah. you know.
0: There's a little more credibility. there. And
1: to be fair, like there's also even if they're not telling the truth, you 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 know them better, and so you yeah. know like when they say something or don't say something, what you can yeah. read it better.
0: Like Corey Unlin well, uh, made a joke to me at the end. Like, you can keep, like, you only asked four times, and I I didn't tell. I keep trying to figure out right. what about their decision at cornerback. At, at okay. Because in talking to some of these guys, right. they feel comfortable that, or they feel confident that they're making it a real hard decision. Like, if you have someone like Rasul Douglas, right. who's out there every day, who's in his third year in the scheme, mm-hmm. who's playing at a high level, um, you're, you're going to take him off the field for, let's say, Jalen Mills when he comes back, or, I mean, in theory, Ronald Darby. Darby. Um and you know I th- I think Darby's going to be back to practice before, but let's say Jalen Mills comes back mid season, like you know what do you do there? Right. Let's say Jalen Mills, let's say he's not on pup, let's say he comes back week one, can you put him in over somebody who has been practicing every day, playing at a high level? Right. Same thing with Sidney Jones.
1: Uh, And what did he say to that?
0: He said, "Yeah, we're not at the decision making point yet," Um, which is which is like the answer to that right. But he – knew, and I asked the question like three different ways, and three different ways he did not answer it.
1: I like that. That's good. Uh, Stoutland – Jeff McClain asked a good question, and it was – Stoutland's reaction was like it was the greatest – I think it was one of the highlights of of Jeff McClain's career uh, because Stoutland's like, why are you asking that? Jeff said a lot such, of highlights. That's just, a, such yeah. a good question.
0: Yeah, Jeff's a good he, reporter. He, he couldn't a lot of believe highlights.
1: I could have a question. Was and it was just about it was just about the O line, D line, one on ones that we all watch, um, and you know measuring those versus other, versus other ways of evaluation. People love
0: Stalin in, in those sessions.
1: He was yeah, they do yeah uh, because he is very good in those sessions. Yeah. He fills it up. Um, but he he was explaining that it's a great question because um, you know the O line, D line pass one-on-ones are like the odds are so stacked against the, the offensive line. But it's also a problem where uh, the offensive linemen will try to, to do something that they are not taught to do or that they're not supposed to do in order to win that rep. Uh, and so he, he, he has to con- continually get on the offensive lineman to, uh, to do what they are coached to do uh you know keep their right form and not do something just just to win this one-on-one rep because you're never there's never like a snap where it's it's really one-on-one like it's completely different than sure uh, than a team drill and also there's no uh even even if you know it's a pass there's no threat of uh their threat of a run or a, or a draw or a play action or anything like that so
0: what did he say about Andre Dillard
1: he said Dillard did well he said uh he, he thought it was curious that no one was asking him about Dillard as a run blocker Because that was all everybody was asking when he was first drafted And he Foul thought point. that he did, he did a good job in that capacity um, There are still some small things And, and as I said, they want, he, want, he wants him to just sort of perfect left tackle Before he starts moving him around mm-hmm. um, He thought that Pryor uh, He actually thought that Pryor was very explosive with his hands oh, that's cool. uh, The other night But uh, he did he did miss a couple things uh, Mylata, sort of the same thing. Yeah, uh,
0: I also spoke to Philip Daniels, the defensive line coach.
1: I like Philip Daniels. I didn't get to talk to him yesterday. Yeah, How was he? Uh,
0: f- he, I, I, he was good. He was good. He, you know, he hasn't had his his complete unit there. He's eager to see the complete unit. Uh, said, I don't know if you if you saw this or not. Who did you, uh, who do you think he said was the quietest? I think right
1: you there. told me this, or maybe okay. you tweeted it. Yeah, but I doubt, that was I very interesting. Yeah. Brandon Graham is yeah. the
0: quiet. He was That's asked a, about that does He was not asked track. about Graham and he's like, Yeah, quietest guy in the room. And then someone followed up. last <laughs> phone followed up, like I think it was Les. Like Brandon Graham is? He's right. like, Yeah. He's, he's like, him and Barnett don't really talk. Very just funny. Kind of go about their business. And then which and the joke there is a like, Graham in the locker room right. is is one of the loudest. And then he said the loudest guy in the room the most vocal, your boy. Josh Sweat, yeah.
1: Daniel Hunter 2.0
0: <laughs> says Josh Sweat has a great sense of humor, uh, which is interesting. Probably because,
1: because he, he keeps telling everybody he's Daniel Hunter the second coming, <laughs> and everybody thinks that's hilarious and they're uh, uh, laughing.
0: Which is interesting because, like, I saw a clip of players talking who the who the funniest player on the team is, and you know what answer came up often? Was Ronald it? Darby. Oh, okay. Who like you know with us is. Uh, he's,
1: he's... He's a fun-loving guy, though.
0: Yeah, but he's he's not like... You see, I, I would think you'd have a good gauge of the funniest guy on the team because I think Wolf's Den brings out... Hopefully. Yeah.
1: Darby's a funny guy.
0: Is he a good is he Wolf's Den participant?
1: I don't know if he's been in too many Wolf's Just once or twice, I think.
0: My I, I mean, I, I always found that the... I, like, I, like Nigel Bradham is the Wolf's Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah. Um, Brandon Graham is a Hall of Famer. Okay. Uh... Corey Graham was always very good.
0: Corey Graham didn't have time for it. I thought, Corey Graham, that was always... I I wasn't a, a, a participant in the interview. I read all of them. And Corey Graham, you could tell like his consultation for the for the concept sometimes. Is that fair to say?
1: Yes, but he was also playing it up. He was playing it up. Yeah. Okay,
0: all right. So he knew what he was doing. Uh, Chris Long was always a good one in there.
1: Solid. Solid. I actually think not as good as you might have expected.
0: Okay. Um... Ertz, Ertz is always uh,
1: Ertz is solid. Yeah, Ertz, plays along. Yep. Ertz, Ertz plays along. Happy to participate.
0: Yeah, plays along. he's a good sport. But I'm trying. Yeah, those are the guys who I always found Nigel to be like. And frankly, having I've been around. This is Nigel's fourth year here. Nigel seems to get more excited for those questions than he does. So well, so Nigel
1: was much doing. better two years ago than he was last year. I yeah. don't know. If, I don't know what why that is. But there was a lot. Yes,
0: that factored in there. Um, but, uh, so, so the assistant coaches there yesterday, special teams coordinator, Dave Phipp, um, who was saying, I asked him, is Deshaun Jackson still in the cards as a punt returner? Uh, not that you have Sproles cause he mentioned Jackson before right. Sproles came aboard and he said, yes, very much. And he said he actually would like to see maybe a package with Jackson and Sproles both.
1: Back I thought there. he was maybe joking about that. Oh, he thought that was a joke. I thought it might've been a joke.
0: Oh, God. all right. Well, yeah. I misread that then. Okay.
1: I, well, that's, I, I was curious that you took it so on face value. I tweeted value. it, I mean. Yeah. And then I said. I, I wasn't sure if, I, I thought he might have been joking about that.
0: I, I didn't interpret it that way. I thought okay. like, the mind was racing. Yeah. Well, then I apologize to Dave if, if I, if, if I didn't get the joke.
1: I'm, a hun- I'm not 100% sure either way. I just thought it might have been a joke.
0: Why did you think it was a joke?
1: Because he laughed after he said it.
0: No, he laughed when I said, we haven't seen that look yet. Yeah. And he said, we haven't practiced it yet. And then yeah. he started laughing.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I thought, I wasn't, I wasn't sure he was being serious with that.
0: Oh, I thought this was. I could be wrong. I thought this was like, do you remember the famous 2012 Bobby April play in New Orleans where <laughs> Riley Cooper was, was yes. laying down on the ground?
1: Yes. my One of my favorites. <laughs>
0: yes. And what was the penalty on that one? Was it a forward pass, or was it a...
1: I forget what it was.
0: Yeah, but there was a penalty that yeah. negated
1: it. It was actually... My my favorite Bobby April one was the Jorick Calvin run around in the end zone.
0: That was before my time. Was it? Yeah, I wasn't on the beat then.
1: Well, they had Jorick Calvin... Uh, there was like a few minutes, a few seconds left in however... Whatever it was. They had him run around in the end zone and then take a knee. But yeah. the clock... It didn't do anything. The clock doesn't start until he leaves the end zone. <laughs> So he's just that's running good. around in the end zone, and then he takes it. It was farcical. It was really good.
0: good I I really enjoyed Bobby April. This was back when they put the. That's a funny. In. That's the most I've ever yeah. seen you laugh during an episode. <laughs> was, uh, is there a favorite Bobby April moment you have? Was no, it that?
1: I don't know. I mean, that probably would have to be. So it.
0: so when once when Juan Castillo was was fired, um, <laughs> he. So they had the press conference, uh, the, the coordinator's press conference, like the next day or so. And Bobby April was asked about it. And he said, you know, like they say in The Godfather, this is the business we're chosen. And then someone said, I, it, it might have been Jeff McLean said, so does does that make <laughs> Castillo Fredo? And he's like, yeah, he's Fredo. <laughs> he started laughing, but it was like the quote was like, yeah, he's he's Fredo, <laughs> which, which was like, which was just such a great, yes, um, that's very yeah, good quote. I like when when coaches can be human beings. Yes, um, because
1: but so why do you like Adam Gates so much?
0: I think well, I think Adam Gates is a human being. Well, that's like, I, that's I debatable. He's, he's, he, and by the way, I don't
1: like Adam Gase, so much. I just, <laughs> just defend. Him. I, I was regretting uh, thinking about that conversation, not taking you to task just for like Adam Gase is not a good coach. Like it yeah, would I'm be one thing, yeah, no, I know. It would like, be just one like... thing if this was Nick Saban's way of life, but like, is Adam Gaze really getting that much out of no, life his life don't, this way?
0: I just don't like how uh, and. I, it, like when I'm on it social media, your point. yeah, I get it. Yeah, like when I'm on, on social media, I'm reporting about the Eagles. I'm I'm not making commentary on anyone else's lifestyle. So that's my only point. Okay, maybe I should. Maybe
1: it'd be more well, popular. Maybe do it on the podcast. <laughs> um, were there any other coaches? Flay Joel? Flaholla. I,
0: I didn't talk to Ken.
1: I got a very brief uh, bit with with Flay Joel. Um He th- said that uh, Gary actually did well, except for that one play the other night. Um and in which he just sort of got caught behind the guy he was covering. Mm-hmm. Um what else do he say? Phipp said that uh, TJ Edwards did a good job oh, yes. on special teams. Yeah,
0: I, I was asking him what uh rookies yeah. stood out.
1: He said TJ Edwards, yep. and then he also said Charles Johnson because he made that nice play and Alex Singleton flashed. He a little said
0: bit. he said, I know he's not a rookie, but he's like a rookie to me.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, he's thirty years old, so
0: yeah.
1: he's like Hayden Hurst.
0: Hayden Hurst is what 20, 25
1: now. Uh, yeah, I mean like ten years ago.
0: I mean, Danny Watkins was older.
1: Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, I think I think they went to high school together, the two of them.
0: <laughs> um,
1: it's going to be a fun week when the Ravens come here for the joint practices. You're going to really lay it
0: on thick with with Hurst. Yeah, I may but bring they, a,
1: I may bring a walker for him.
0: Yeah, but they still got they still got Lamar ja- uh, they still got Lamar Jackson in the first round. So
1: yeah, but how dumb is that?
0: They have if they him.
1: wanted Lamar Jackson, they should have taken him with the Hayden Hurst pick. They could have saved oh, themselves a pick. Yeah. And guess what? They took Hayden Hurst before the way, they, they took Lamar him. Jackson and before Dallas got her.
0: Yeah, they, yeah, they could have saved more than And they got Mark And they got Mark, they got Mark yes. in the fourth round. Yeah. It was
1: way better. Yeah, they, they drafted an old tight end in the
0: first round with their first pick, and he was the fourth yeah, no, best not, tight end on their team. I'm not defending it. And do you know the two players the Eagles got, or the three players the Eagles got with, with the three picks they got in that deal? There were three picks in that deal. Well, there was a second, a fourth, and then a uh, second this year. Oh, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was. I mean, obviously, Goddard uh, was a fourth that year. Or did yeah. they move back? Avante Maddox. Oh, that was Avante Maddox. Wow.
0: And and then maybe that's year. the
1: connection for why why Goddard and Maddox are such good friends.
0: And then Miles Sanders this year. Yeah. Um, if. Um, if my memory is correct, I think those are the—
1: Well, I hope it's correct for your ha- sake because I want you to be able to sleep again tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. But, but one day you'll be talking about the rights to Hayden Hurst for—
1: Well, no, but it was Lamar Jackson. It was the Lamar Jackson. Oh, election. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, the rights— for, and which, which, you know what? The, the, the Ravens would make that trade any day to get their franchise quarterback. Yeah, but not, they if, just not taken, if they could have just, 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 just taken, just taken him. Yeah, and the Ravens actually, to the Ravens' credit, they traded back in the first round. and So they accumulated picks that way. Yeah. So they traded back from their original spot and that's what they took Hurst to with.
1: But not to their credit. They took an old man tight end who was their fourth best tight end and stinks. Yeah. So we'll see. Um I think that's about it. Right. How what how are we doing on time here?
0: Five more minutes.
1: Oh, let's wrap this bad boy up. What an effective use of the find my friend.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, five more minutes and then is is, is is there anything you want to get off your chest? By the way, because you always ask me, and I always say no, I'm good.
1: Yeah, but the problem but then is that I feel as if, if like if there's something I want to get off my chest, I generally just, just it get it off.
0: But I want to make sure that I'm I'm giving you the form you deserve here. Because, I appreciate that because these are your listeners. Like I'm no, I'm they're our listeners. Great, I'm trying to come in, but it's still a little initiation on on my part.
1: I think you're bringing some listeners on. I hope so. I I saw Twitter like from one of your brothers the other day. I feel like he's. We we added a listener. Added a
0: listener. Well, if you just get my family, you get a lot of people. That's true. We've strengthened numbers. That's good. Yeah.
1: Uh, Okay. I guess that's about all I've got.
0: We'll be back here tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) It's not as and
1: Monday and Tuesday. This episode went way longer than it should have gone. These
0: these they tend to do these daily pods go. Okay.
1: Well, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll be back tomorrow. For Zach and Sheil, I'm Beau, and as always, we love you.